You're listening to the Startup Muse podcast. Actionable startup advice for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Are you struggling to raise venture capital for your startup? Yeah, I am. Are you clashing with your co-founders? Unfortunately. Are you ready to take your startup to the next level? If so, this podcast is for you. And now here's your host, Alexander Muse, broadcasting from Dallas, Texas. Welcome to episode five. Most high growth startups raise venture capital. My name is Alexander Muse, and this is the Startup Muse podcast. In episode one, we talked about why you shouldn't raise capital, especially if you're a first time entrepreneur. This time, we'll be talking about why you need to if you really want to build a high growth startup. When I was just starting out in the startup game, I was curious why so many previously successful and presumably wealthy entrepreneurs raised outside capital for their new ventures. The process of raising capital is overwhelmingly time-consuming and stressful. Over the years, I've done it both ways, and I've decided that it almost never makes any sense to forgo the fundraising process, unless you're building a lifestyle business. Here are the five reasons why you ought to get someone else to fund your startup. First, it extends your runway. Raising outside capital requires that an entrepreneur get his ducks in a row. Understand the market, recruit your team, finalize the product and the service build a financial model, and so on. This is important because if you're using your own money, you're more likely than not to spend your money too fast, too early. Money equals runway for a startup. The earlier in the process you begin spending money, the shorter your runway will be. I've done it both ways, and every time I've used my own money, I started spending it way before I should have. Raising venture capital accelerates your pivots. Investors look at hundreds of deals each year. They are keenly aware of what is going on in the market. Entrepreneurs are often so focused on their own project, they don't have time to figure out what everyone else is doing. Meeting with investors to talk about your deal is a great way to understand how you fit into the larger ecosystem. Every single time I've started raising capital, my business changed, sometimes in big ways, as a result of the feedback I was getting from investors. You can't underestimate the value of the validation and social proof that venture capital can bring your startup. Once you've begun meeting with investors, it should become very clear whether or not you're going to be able to raise seed capital for your startup. If you're not able to convince anyone to give you a few hundred thousand dollars, you should seriously consider making a few pivots. If you've made a few pivots and you're still not able to raise any capital, it might be smart to walk away and come up with a new idea or a new company. Convincing someone to invest capital in your startup is a very strong signal. It can help you attract co-founders, employees, customers, and future investors. The social proof that an investment provides cannot be understated. In my own experience, once we raised outside money from smart money like Eduardo Severin, we were able to attract top talent from companies like Twitter and Facebook, something we couldn't do on our own. Value appreciation. There are ways things are done in the startup game. You don't want to be different. Raising capital at ever-increasing valuation provides the market important information. It helps past and future investors understand the level of success your company has achieved, making additional investments more likely. It helps potential acquirers understand what they should pay you for your company. In my own experience, we were approached by Yahoo to buy a company, to, to buy a company we had self-funded with a convertible note. Since the company had never raised outside capital, Yahoo's M&A team had a very hard time justifying the valuation we wanted. And finally, accountability. I'll let you in on a little secret. Preparing for board meetings is a pain in the ass. Some investors require monthly meetings, and sometimes it seems like you're spending 
you know, quarter of your time each month preparing for the meeting. But having quarterly board meetings with quality board members can be a huge advantage for your startup. I've never gone to a single board meeting for a company I self-funded, and that lack of accountability was always detrimental to our progress. The funny thing is that you already know what you need to do. Sometimes having to admit it to someone else is all you need to do to make it happen. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Startup Muse podcast. You can visit us on the web at startupmuse.com. Don't forget to subscribe for more great startup content. The print version of the Startup Muse is a no-nonsense guide for first-time entrepreneurs raising venture capital, available as an ebook, audiobook, or paperback on Amazon.